Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Galbraith is in with us this morning. We believe in love. Some some people are easier to love than others. Okay, your microphone is not working. Okay, what's that about? <laughs> okay, it's just it's just a great day all the way around. Love it. So Marco is here. You can't hear him, but he is here, and he does believe in love. We all do. I hope you're going to keep our number handy today. We've got lots to talk about. 866-916-3776 is our number. And uh, we would love for you to keep that handy and use it this morning. Uh, Here's your thought of the day for this morning. Smiles will always be the best medicine. Silence will always be the best revenge. And love will always be all you need. Okay. You're going to have to move over here, I guess. Lord have mercy in heaven. You're sure that's the right... Uh, not yes. to question you. Yes. I'm He's just saying. He's on like four. Okay. All right. I was just checking. I mean, you know, we've had some we've had some mixer issues here lately. So I just want to, you know, we'll get you shifted around here, buddy, and it'll be okay. Uh, today, we have our uh, Mind Jam trivia. It's the Marine Corps birthday today. If you are, yes, if you are a Marine, we want to thank you for your service, and uh, and we want to celebrate you today because we think you're awesome. Uh, we want to ask you this question. You're a part of our Mind Jam trivia today. We want you to tell us, what notoriety did Ofa Johnson bring to the history of the Marine Corps? I'd never heard of Ofa Johnson before until yesterday. 434-248-0704 is the number. And uh, we would like for you to tell us, don't Google it. You know who you are. Ofa Johnson, what did they bring to the history of Marine Corps? Because it's their birthday. Does this microphone work? Am I on? Can you hear me? Oh, hello. And I had so much stuff pulled up on my computer, and now I'm without a computer. Well, when we go to break, we will will try to... He's trying to silence you. It probably is. No, Elon it's, wouldn't silence him. Or it's, it's those Democrats. He might someone, silence somebody. Someone snuck in our studio and tried to silence him. They did. Okay. They don't like me. I like you, Marco. Yay. It's all good. <laughs> On this day in history in 1940, Walt Disney begins serving as an informer for the L.A. office of the FBI. Wow. Mickey Mouse was <laughs> an informant? I had never heard that. I never heard that either. What A- year was it? 1940. Wow. Apparently, you know, that was during the whole communist Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder thing. they call it a rat. 
Oh. Sadly, your mic still works. Yeah. That's just my luck today. All right. I always have the control of it. Uh huh. Well, not always. <laughs> I've got I've got like one of those uh, low jacks. Right. Right. <laughs> they reach pretty far. Remote. In 1960, an uncensored version of Lady Chatterley's Lover finally goes on sale in the UK after a jury finds publisher Penguin Books not guilty in an obscenity trial. Hmm. And then it sold a lot. Wow. After that came out. My, we've come such a long way uh-huh. down the toilet we since have. then. We have. We really have. Oh boy. In 1969, Sesame Street premieres on PBS. Hmm. I love Sesame yeah. Street. Yeah. Let's can you turn me up now so I can play my Cookie Monster song? There we go. It starts with the letter C. What starts with the letter C? Cookie starts with C. <laughs> Let's think of other things that starts with C. Uh, uh, who cares about other things? C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, Cookie, Cookie, Cookie starts with C. I love Cookie Monster. I love Cookie Monster. He was my favorite. I liked Ernie and Bert, too, and I like Big Bird. But Cookie Monster was my absolute favorite. And then in 1990, John Hughes' film Home Alone, directed by Chris Columbus and starring Macaulay Culkin, premieres in Chicago. This pretty much sums up the whole movie right here. Yeah, that's what he does. He screams a lot in the movie. That was such a huge hit. Yeah, it was. Um, And got released pretty early. This feels like an early release date for a Christmas movie, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess they had to make that money while they could. Mm -hmm. Probably. Uh, Birthdays today. Now, we have more birthdays. Yesterday, we had literally like one, maybe two celebrity birthdays. Like Lou Ferrigno and what was the other? Nick Lachey. Those were our, it was wow. terrible. Today is better. Uh, Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. He turns 36. My kids loved him. Only the most sophisticated gaming experience ever created by humans. And it's spherical. <laughs> spherical. <laughs> it's a very quotable show. And my kids can quote pretty much all of them for the most part. Uh, Miranda Lambert having a birthday today. Mm, wow. Boy, now she's something else she's turning 38 years old Nobody plays the crazy girlfriend right better oh, than yeah. Miranda Lambert. Yeah, you're right. And she embraces it. Yep. Tracy Morgan also having a birthday today. I had to be careful uh, picking out a clip for Tracy Morgan because, well, he can be a little bit of a potty mouth. Mm. How fast do you go in your Lamborghini? 30 miles per hour so everybody in the neighborhood can see it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he drives it really, really slow. Smart. When you think and you had to stop it like right then. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. did have to stop it right then. Right. A little bit of a potty mouth. Uh, this next fella, funny and not a potty mouth, Sinbad. He's turning 66. We were together about six, seven years. We were married. We divorced for 10, 11 years. Now we're back together, married eight years. Because we're both so damaged, we can't be with nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> we- 
<laughs> that is that is true though. Is, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were apart for a little while, and they right. got back together and are still together. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. All right, Armand Jam trivia. Today is the Marine Corps birthday. We are wanting you to tell us what notoriety did Ofa Johnson bring to the history of this military branch. And that's your trivia question for this morning. We'll have the answer for that coming up in a little bit. Okay, so I'm ashamed to admit this. I probably shouldn't be, but maybe I should be. I didn't know that the Marines were an offshoot of the Navy. Did Hmm. you know that? I don't think I I did. I I knew that. I didn't know that. Of course you did. Well, why? Of course, you just I said it. That's no, how he no, no. It just happens to be that one, like one of my closest friends wanted to be in the Navy his whole life. Granted, he's in the Air Force now, so I bully him because of that. But I, I don't bully him. I make fun of because he can kick my, you know. I'm sure. Beep. Yeah. And uh, but so. I think of the Marines as being like the not to be offensive to anybody. It's like else. Space Force. I just think the Marines are like the best of the best. When mm-hmm. I think of the Marines, that's what I think of. Yeah. So there is a little bit of that going on. Like Space Force is a subset set of the Air Force. So same kind of thing. But like not it's as... It's nothing like... No, it's not... No, no, I'm just saying in terms of structure, not like... Oh, okay. not Not like the Space Force is not as elite as the Marines. Space exactly. Force... You don't have a Netflix show making fun of it. Right, exactly. That's why when you said or, that, I had to laugh or, a little bit. Or like, uh, wasn't like they had the trademark beforehand, and so like the government had to pay Netflix a bunch of money or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know You know why? Because I don't respect the Space Force like I do the Marines. <laughs> uh, but we are celebrating the Marines today, so we will do that. A tropical storm, Nicole, mm. unleashing a fury. Now, you're from Florida originally. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to anybody down there? I got a lot of text pictures yesterday from destruction that's that happened during ion which was a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and uh lifeguard stations are already falling over condominiums are slipping off into the ocean and the storm hasn't even hit yet this was storm this is the storm surge yesterday are you kidding me it's bad they've evacuated if you've been to daytona this is just like the winds and stuff. yeah the winds and the yeah storm surge and the 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 high the water has already risen high tide you know and then the with the with the storm surge but uh yeah it's bad streets are already flooded and they're still trying to recover down there Mm-mm-mm. and it's not going to be good today because it's hitting today but they've right. evacuated the entire beach side because so many structures are deemed unsafe well and i know well they're getting those double whammies <laughs> things mm-hmm. are already weakened and then right uh, i did see where desantis was calling for a lot of people to get out of there uh we're going to be talking with matt ferguson uh, around six forty-five. he's going to really take a look at that for us tell us how that's going to impact us here yeah. uh, in this area so that that will be a good thing a uh, lot of uh, things out there still coming in as far as the midterms it looks like georgia is absolutely heading in uh to a runoff there uh, arizona election officials are giving updates on the printer issue unbelievable <laughs> you hear stuff like that and you just know you know you know there's come shenanigans on, come on it just screams shenanigans it's, it's so obvious it, yeah it, <laughs> so that's uh that's going on uh, latest inflation report showing consumer prices increasing again. Imagine that. I know. Crazy. And then we have uh, an update on the Satan Club at Jefferson Forest High School. And it's not a good update. Mm-mm. So we have all that ahead, and we'll be back with the answer for our uh, trivia question here in just a little bit. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam. 
Marine Corps birthday today, and we want to wish all of our Marines a happy birthday. And uh, our Mind Jam trivia had to do with our Marines. We ask you, what notoriety did Ofa Johnson bring to the history of this military branch? Did you know this answer, Marco? I didn't, no. Yeah. Uh, the first woman to officially enlist as a Marine in 1918. Wow. That was early. That was very early. I was I was a little surprised. Yeah. You go. Yeah. Ofa. So nineteen eighteen became the first woman to officially enlist as a Marine. Hmm. All right. So what to talk about first? Well, how about we talk about Satan? You want to talk about Satan, maybe? <laughs> Let's talk about Satan. Let's talk about Satan. Mm-hmm. So we grew up in a time of uh, you know, where kids our age yeah. started messing around with like Ouija boards and things like that. Yeah. I mean, that was one of those things that that I had friends mess totally. with that was um, that was just not fun. Yeah. Um, some scary stories. Right. I had friends that had some pretty. I never messed with that stuff. I yeah. always stayed far, far away from it. I never even did like, like the scary movies when they would start messing with priests and nuns and things like that. Right. I'd be like, nope, JR out. Not yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. So I always took that stuff pretty, pretty seriously. Yeah. Uh, now we have this satanic temple mm. that has uh, an after school Satan club and they're having a family movie night. All right. Mm. At first I thought it had to be fake. Right. And that's right here in our Bedford County. Right here in our own backyard. And some people are like, oh, you know, it's not real. Well, it is It is real. Mm-hmm. And while they may not be sacrificing goats on a uh, platform, um, it is a very dangerous thing for our children. I mean, we know that they're using the kids. Uh, kids uh, under four get in free. Ki- kids under four get in free. Yeah. But, but they're using kids to get... A, a political right uh, point across right. These are atheists. That mm-hmm. if you research the group, this yeah. is what it. And and if you're an atheist, why do you care if I believe in God or yeah. not? They don't believe in God or Satan. They must group. really believe in God, yeah. or they wouldn't work so hard, right. Trying to disprove that there is one, right? Um. So they're they're hosting this. This is a real thing. Uh, it has been confirmed that by by the school division. That the auditorium has been rented by the organization being presented by the After School Satan Club as an extension of the Satanic Temple. Now, according to their club mission statement, it's not their goal to convert children to Satanism. Right. Mm-hmm. They will focus on free inquiry and rationalism, the scientific basis for which we know what we know about the world around us. 
We prefer to give children an appreciation of the natural wonders surrounding them, not fearing an everlasting otherworldly horrors. Hmm. Lucian, Lucian, Lucifer Graves, uh, the spokesperson for and co-founder of the Satanic Temple, uh, spoke with ABC 13. And they asked if they worship Satan. And he said, we don't believe in worshiping some kind of ethereal, non-existent higher being. Mm. So the whole purpose is yeah. to, to teach children that nothing like this exists. Yeah, that we're just here. There we're is, just here. There is no... Yeah. No creator. Right. No creator, no afterlife, Mm-mm. no heaven, no, no hell. Nope. Nope. We're just here. Which leads us into you do what you want because there's no consequences. No consequences and, and um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. There's there's no Holy Spirit to help yeah. you make better decisions. Yeah. There's no there's no hope. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, there's no peace. That's right. Yeah. There's no treating to... treating your brother or treating people like your brother or your sister right. or respect and right. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's just a strategic way of again tearing down the family and controlling kids and tearing right. down the kids. The the unfortunate part about it is, and today being the Marine Corps birthday, Marines fought for them to have the right to go to this school. You right. know, that's that's what's bad about it is yeah. they have just as much right to go there as we as Christians would have to rent this auditorium and do the same thing. Right. That's what's hard to swallow. Well, and that's and that's the thing. I think that's their point. Yeah. Is and that's the point that they're trying to yeah. get across. Yeah. And what's going to end up happening is is everybody's going to be the poorer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what we should do is counter counteract and we should have as Christians we should rent that auditorium the weekend before and the weekend after and tell these kids this is the right thing to do or this is what our yeah, but, feelings but are. But we shouldn't be playing our our children this way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the parents who give into this stuff uh-huh. shame on you. Yeah. And oh there, yeah. There's one there's one parent who made a statement, uh, Ryan McBride, he's a parent uh, in Bedford County. He said he thinks it's the role of a parent to kind of filter out the outside world and let our kids know what is good and bad. And they're going to be exposed to things like this anyway. So, yeah, more power to them. Wow. They're saying they can't hear Marco very well. Um Bedford County, like I say, did confirm yeah. that they're going to be that they're going to be doing that. Um, he also said the the temple guy said, "I don't understand why there would be a problem with it unless there's an assumption that we're promoting some type of antisocial criminal activity, or uh, you know they think we're doing things that people think they know about Satanism, but they don't. It's mm. just such a stupid yeah. ploy." Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. He says, um, Orville Peterson is, the auditorium is rented out every Sunday for Impact Church and for a recent performance for John Sines Jr. So right. it has been used for that. Oh, so yeah. that's probably what's promoting this. Yeah, yeah. Um, for coming from a school where my children went, Orville Peterson said, um, I was kind of shocked to hear it. He said it was eye-opening uh, we can't be on the seat of do nothing and act like this stuff is not going on around us. He understands why the district has to allow the group to rent the space. He mm-hmm. says it's not a bad reflection on JF. It's a public building. Any organization can rent your building as long as they don't tear it up. Um, 
they said they also know of no such clubs within the district itself. So are they saying this isn't a club? This is like Yeah, that's kind of confusing. So who's renting it? Right. If it's not if it's not the, the club, club yeah, yeah. So, mm. anyway, um, it's so concerning. But unfortunately, that's the that's our times that we're in now. We're seeing you know, we're we're seeing evil. Evil is prevailing, unfortunately. It's it's out of control. It's I mean, it's yeah, bad. It is. It's really bad. We talk about it all the time. So, I mean, does anybody have any, you know, ideas on how to stem the wave of this? I'm going to reach out to Chris Daniels. I know he was going to be talking with, yeah. the, with the school folks. It just, I guess it's different from the drag show mm-hmm. in that this was a request for a public organization to rent the facility it wasn't a right. sponsored event right so i i don't know i don't know what can be done but i know that most people that i've talked to say that this is not welcome in bedford county yeah. although i will say i was surprised we didn't get more calls than we did yesterday right. if i were a parent i would be all worked up yeah over it and people are just kind of like you know it's like an episode of a witch because i think really upset about i think it. we've been programmed to let stuff like this happen well you know it's it's, well, that's, it's not a big deal it's not a big deal yeah, it well, happens you're gonna find out we're seeing so much of this evil in our country right. that it, when it comes to our ear ah, it's you know it's not a big deal yeah. 866-916-3776 is our number we'll have the uh, local headlines with wdbj7 on the way we'll take a look at that rainy forecast and we'll talk to matt ferguson in our next next half hour here on the morning jam It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent White. Skies turn increasingly cloudy today as those remnants from the cold near the region. Highs at 65. The rain arrives this evening, becomes more widespread overnight with a low of 58. Rain expected heavy at times on Veterans Day Friday with a high of 67. Rain moves out late Friday night, giving way to mostly sunny skies for the weekend. And currently this morning, we have temperatures uh, around 51 degrees in the Roanoke and Danville area, 50 in Bedford, 48 in Lynchburg, and uh, 47 in Appomattox. I'm Janet Rose. Marco Galbraith sitting in with us this morning. Glad to have him along as we are uh, kind of, I wouldn't say basking in the afterglow of the midterm. Right. That's not exactly the way it went. Although there were some there were some definite victories. Yeah, for we sure. did. Yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. And Virginia did well. Virginia did Lynchburg, well. Lynchburg. Wow. I know. We we killed it in the city of Lynchburg. Yeah. That's great. They uh they that's, really rocked it. Yeah, they yeah, that's perfect. Now here's the thing. Are we gonna see some differences? Now we talked with uh Chris Feraldi yesterday. Yep. We were able to talk with Stephanie Reed as well. And of course, Stephanie's a little firecracker. She, she is. She is ready to hit the ground. I running. think she is too. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, we're going to see some substantial mm-hmm. changes in some very important ways. Right. Right. In the the Hill City. And Marty knows how. You know, Marty being a uh, fire ex firefighter. Exactly. Yeah. He he knows how the city. He knows the internal workings of the city, and that's right. going to give him a huge advantage. And then you've got you know Larry. Larry's who, a good guy. He's just an amazing man. Yeah. Who you know puts feet 
to the talking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he walks the talk. He drives an old pickup truck and he's just a hard working guy. Yeah, but yep. I mean you need a you need a park in your neighborhood. Yeah. He raises the money, buys the land, builds a park for the children. Yep. I mean, he doesn't just whine yeah. about things not getting done. So I'm really I'm excited. Yeah. I think we're going to see good things. Once once they get in and get situated, I think we're going to see some good things. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of people excited about that. Did you see um Joe Biden praising the 2022 midterm election. And he's going to keep everything just how it was because the voters have spoken. Yeah, He's not going to change a thing. A good day for America. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, said we had an election day yesterday in his afternoon from the White House. It was a good day, I think, for democracy. And I think it was a good day for America. While any seat lost is painful, some good Democrats didn't win last night. Democrats had a strong night, the admittedly hoarse but upbeat commander-in-chief added in remarks carried live on all cabler newsers and broadcast networks. I'm not going to change anything in any fundamental way. The president made it clear, noting frustration and listing off his accomplishments since taking office in 2021. Mm. So... Um. Yeah, so he thought it was a great day. Well, yeah, he, I I don't even know if he knew what yesterday was, or uh, who knows, or if he <laughs> if he knew what Tuesday was. What's going on today? Yeah, give me some more know. ice cream. I don't know either. Wow, it would be uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, an election day tweet that he made sparked some controversy. Um, the Twitter account sparked a fiery debate. As he uh, says, as you prepare to head to the the polls in a high-stakes election, uh, you don't get to accept hundreds of thousands of dollars in pandemic loans and then attack my administration for helping working folks get some relief. Wow. (laughs) He has got some nerve, doesn't he? Yeah, but... Yeah, he can say anything he wants. There's no consequences that side can say there's there's i mean and then we go back to they're going back and forth on tweets we don't do anything about what they do we go to social media we talk about it but the the gop sits back the churches sit back and that's why mm -hmm. we're in the problem we're in today yeah is because we're not aggressive like they are we need to be we need to switch gears right or we're not going to be here in a few more years well, I mean, he put that message out right after that disaster uh, appearance in Maryland, which mm-hmm. nobody seems to be talking about either. Right. Um, now, so then he's he's tweeting that we don't get to speak out against his failed administration. Twitter kind of blew up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, one person said, actually, people do get to do exactly that. You aren't king, Mr. President. Good. You're a public servant, mm-hmm. tweeted another online observer, while a couple of other posters simply asked, did an intern write this? Oh, you know somebody's got his Twitter. He's not putting... That's not him on Twitter. There's no way. There's no way. So when I went to vote on Tuesday, there was an older gentleman there. And as he, as we were leaving, we got our little stickers and things. And he looked at me and he said, I voted for another stimulus check, was mm-hmm. what he said. Yeah. And to which I just said, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Even mean. Right. You voted for another stimulus check. I said, well, I guess they'll just print some more money for you. I don't know what to. So I don't wow. know what that meant. I don't yeah. know what who that meant he voted for. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> That's the best he can do at the polls is I voted. I voted not, for another stimulus. Not I voted to get gas prices back down. I, vo- I didn't, you know, right. border security, inflation. Yeah. Irrelevant. Mm. Not really worried about now that. No, he's just worried about his stimulus. A $500 check or $250 check. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this was like a, this was an, an older man that yeah. should have been. I should think. Punched in the face. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, he should have been hot very, mic. very wise. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have thought, but no. Did you see where uh, Governor Yunkin sent Pelosi a handwritten apology note? Yeah, yeah. Did you think that his comment... I didn't think, think, think it was that bad. No. I, I, that way? No, I, I, I don't know. It could have been an innuendo, but I don't think he... Uh, I don't think he meant it that way. I mean, we talked about it a little bit on the show. Uh, he had faced some backlash for some remarks he made. He was doing a um, rally the evening that, that this whole thing happened. So I don't even know how much we knew about right. what was going on with that then. Um, he said, my full intention of my comments was to categorically state that violence and the kind of violence perpetuated is not acceptable. And I didn't do a great job with that. Um and then when he was talking about sending her home, he meant not to be Speaker of the House anymore. Right. Which we all knew what he meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said he did write a personal note just between me and the Speaker to reflect those sentiments, uh, the governor said. And um, so I, I think that was probably classy for him him to do that. Yeah. Of course, we still don't know what really happened with Paul Pelosi. No. Uh-uh. That whole thing. You got NBC <laughs> putting stuff out and then they're taking it back. Yeah. One he's, day we'll find out. He's I, answering the door, yeah. letting the police in, right, and then and then walking back in to get attacked. That yeah. whole thing was just so the, weird. That truth will come out. I, I think we all know what was really going on there. Mm. Uh, do we? I think I do. Yeah. Do you really? I, think I do. That's what it was. I do. I really do. I, I think it was. <laughs> a, I yes, I do. I do, and I think that's going to come out. I don't think it was a burglary. I don't think it was what. What he's you think putting he up. was welcomed into the I hall. think he was welcomed to the house. So why was the door busted? The phone charger in the bathroom? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's dear. there's a, there's little clues See, here and there. You look at things differently well, because of your background. And I'll tell you why. We had um the heir to the land Polaroid camera, Larry Land, lived in Daytona and he would go to the boardwalk. He was gay and he'd go to the boardwalk and, and pick up uh, right. young men legal not not underage he wasn't like that but he would bring them back and he'd call them house boys and okay. he'd give them work uh-huh. and of course he wanted something else but uh you know we would tell him larry they're gonna they would we would always go to his house because they're stealing his car you know they'd rip him off and leave town and one but, day because that's what that's they what do. they do right he, he doesn't know these are drifters these these guys are in survival mode they're gonna do what they got to do and move on to survive to survive that's right and we kept warning and warning. Well, one day we found him um, deceased in his closet, and he had been killed by by, by one of these by one of these drifters that he had these drifters up. Yeah. that he picked up, and and uh, so it, the the it, and we've seen it before where you know there's carjackings. These men will pick up these younger guys and well, take I mean, them back to the house. There's some very famous people that that's that that's happened yeah. with the, yeah what Holst, uh, the fashion yeah uh, yeah um, that happened with yeah him, I know in Miami right or Fort Lauderdale yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's a very common. Thing, well, the sadly. truth will come out. It'll come out. Mm. They're going to release it sooner it's or later. A, it's a mess, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? A real mess. Yep. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. 
give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They are busy cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. I was uh, talking with Todd Ramsey yesterday so he could order my crawfish for yesterday's Five mm. and Dine. I wanted that before yeah. Thanksgiving comes in. So they're going to hook me up there. Special orders are not a problem. If you call them, they're going to make sure that you're taken care of. Now, today's recipe is going to be the perfect ending to any delicious fall meal. I call it Bear's Bourbon Peach Cobbler Mm. because, you know, our listener Bear, he loves anything with bourbon in it. Can I do sound effects on this? (laughs) Yes, you can. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees, and then you're going to add in 60 ounces of canned or fresh peaches, some white sugar, brown sugar, vanilla extract, some lemon juice, cinnamon, cornstarch, and bourbon in a medium-sized pot. Cook that until the mixture comes to a boil. Remove it from the heat. Set it aside for later use. Then, in a large bowl, mix together your all-purpose flour, your granulated white sugar, your baking powder, your salt, and nutmeg. Combine dry ingredients with milk. Mix it until it's smooth. Then you're going to add sliced butter to a baking dish or an aluminum pan. Place that dish or pan in the oven. Allow that butter to melt. When it begins to bubble, remove it from the oven and add the batter on top of the melted butter and then spoon the peach filling over top of the batter. Bake it for about 45 minutes and then when it's finished, allow the cobbler to rest for about five minutes. Scoop it, serve it up. I like to serve this with nice buttermilk ice cream. Really, really delicious. I know. It's so good. That sounds so good. It just mix the ice cream up with the with the cobbler. Just a soupy mess. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Eat it up. Yes. You want that recipe, and I know you do. Go to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share. It's brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save on fresh ground beef, $2.98 a pound. Boston butt roast are $1.99 a pound. Family pack boneless chicken breasts are $1.98 a pound. And frozen turkeys, no limit, $1.48 a pound. Save on Sugardale bacon, regular or thick cut, just $2.98 for a 12 ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833 605 1804. Stop by FL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam. We are The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Marco Galbraith sitting in today. And we were talking all things Florida a little bit ago. Mm Because you've got so many friends and family in Florida. They're already seeing some destruction uh, there. We've got Matt Ferguson on the line. Meteorologist Matt Ferguson. Thanks so much for joining us. we got another party headed our way, looks like. 
Good morning, my friends. Yes, indeed. Um, hard to believe we're talking about hurricanes in the middle of uh, of November here and the possibility of a little bit of snow next week, and I'll talk more about that coming wow. up. Wow. So, um, yeah, yeah. Now, it, probably not central Virginia, but in the mountains, looking more and more likely. Yeah. All right, so we had the hurricane make landfall in Florida, 75-mile-per-hour winds, Category 1 hurricane. So if you're wondering, is this odd? Yes, it is. Uh, there has been only 10 tropical storms and three hurricanes to hit the U.S. Uh, during the month of November since record-keeping began. So this wow. is very odd. So mm. it did hit near Melbourne, 75-mile-per-hour winds. It's moving across Florida right now, getting ready to make that right turn up into the southeast, and then that means problems for us. So what we're looking at as far as our region, the rain does begin tonight. Uh, around midnight in most areas, and then through the overnight and into tomorrow, rain heavy at times. Mountainous locations will likely see the heaviest amounts of rain, so that's where we are looking at the possibility of flooding there. So one to three inches of rain is a good um, a number as far as how much rain we should get. However, some locations may get four or five, maybe even up to six inches of rain out of the storm as it pushes through. Also, gusty winds. So tie down the patio furniture, anything you've got outside, because we will have winds anywhere between 20 and 30 miles per hour oh, during the day wow. tomorrow, but could gust as high as 40 miles per hour, uh, depending on exactly where you're located in the region, especially those higher mountaintops. That's where we will see the stronger winds. Um, then also, tornadoes. Anytime you have a landfalling hurricane, you do have to watch out for isolated tornadoes. Right now, Lynchburg to Danville and points westward, so including the Roanoke Valley, New River Valley, those locations less likely that we'll see tornadoes, but isolated tornadoes more likely east of Lynchburg. So we're talking about Farmville, South Boston, in and around Bugs Island Lake, and then eastward into the Richmond area. So that's another I think we'll be watching for, and that would be for tomorrow afternoon. Looks like the heaviest rain begins to move out of here on Friday night, and then we're in for a big cool down. The coldest weather we've seen so far this year does move in, and it looks like it's going to stick around for a while. Highs on Saturday in the 60s, so not too bad, right. but then highs in the 40s on Sunday with lows in the 30s and 20s. And then we're talking about, again, the possibility of another storm moving in. And with the cold weather around, definitely in the mountainous locations, wouldn't be surprised to see some snow mixed in with that rain Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. It's going to be kind of scattered showers in nature. But I do believe that we will see at least some snow, especially elevations above 2,000 feet. So I know I've put a lot out there. But uh, y'all got any questions for me this morning? Well, I I, I just I didn't realize it was going to cool down. That I didn't much. Need, and the possibility of snow. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I guess it's too early to make any predictions about Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, that's on out there. However, long range information is showing this cold air is going to be here for a while. The cold air that's going to be moving in on Sunday it originated in northern Canada. And up there where the source region is for this cold air, 
it was down to between minus 30 degrees and about minus 35 degrees. That's how cold it was. So that cold air that developed over northern Canada is moving our way and will be here beginning on Sunday and pretty much through next week. So if you have had the heavy jacket in and out of the closet, you will definitely need it out of the closet <laughs> yeah. on you yeah. the next uh, week or so <sighs> and, until we can get through this colder pattern. Oh, that means I'm going to have to bust out all boots now. That's right. Yesterday, <laughs> I, I got to wear a shoe with a little bit of an open toe. I guess yeah. those days are gone. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and you might have to get out the sweaters for those little puppies you got there. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. They get cold pretty quickly. <laughs> Matt Ferguson, thank you so much for, for joining us. We appreciate you keeping your meteorological i said that wrong meteorologist yeah you now you're not gonna be able to say it now now you got it. To say you're it. weatherman <laughs> just say weatherman Your brain. that's that, just fine exactly uh skills honed with us and of course normally you're selling aren't you tell us more Absolutely. about that real quick my wife and i own lynchburg's finest real estate we have about 30 agents in our office good people over in mm-hmm. winhurst and uh we just love the fact that we can help people find their dream home of course right now rates are getting up there pretty high however uh some good news on the horizon we are hearing little inklings that the rates will drop a little bit going in the next year so hopefully that'll be the case because okay. um when, when you're talking about eight percent rates uh, on buying a house uh, that can be pretty tough for people but yes we are there to help if you need to buy or sell a home all right we appreciate you and uh, look forward to talking to you again thanks so much thanks matt man Have sometimes a good day. you get one of those words and you just meteorologist mm-hmm. meteorological Me- yeah my butt. right don't hurt right. yourself girl don't hurt yourself i'll change and just say weather guy I love me some Chris Stapleton. He did very well last night at the CMA Awards. Really good. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, male vocalist of the year, beating out the likes of, uh, oh, let's see, who all was he up against? Cody Johnson, Eric Church, Luke Combs. So he did really well. Uh, we also had Luke Combs was Entertainer of the Year. Uh, Lainey Wilson was Female Vocalist of the Year. And uh, Brothers Osborne was Vocal Duo. And uh, New Artist of the Year, also Lainey Wilson. So, hmm. big big day there. Did, did the sheriff do a good job hosting? The sheriff? Peyton Maine. Oh. Oh. It was Peyton Maine and Luke Bryan. Okay. Huh. All right. I didn't watch it. So. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I just know that my man won... Male Vocalist of the Year, and I was pretty excited about mm-hmm. it. I usually go back the next day and then hit all the highlights yeah. of it. That's what I usually do. Right. And that works out for me. Well, coming up in the next hour, we have heard from some um, pastors in the area. And uh, we're going to be talking with them about uh, some of the, the things that they're wanting to accomplish um, as far as this uh, mm-hmm. this satanic after school satanic rebecca sent me a text and said uh with the hurric- hurricanes coming late and everything else we're seeing it's the it could be the birthing pains that the bible talks about mm. it does make you wonder things sometimes. are changing we're having some earthquakes and you know things are changing well but you know that's global warming. yeah it's global warming right it affects the babies in the womb oh remember gosh. that one yeah my goodness it's it's crazy 
that what we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. Marco, stuff. your global warming brightens me up every day. <laughs> <laughs> when she talks about that peach co- bourbon peach cobbler, what, what was it? Bears bourbon. Bears, peach yeah, that that cobbler. yeah, that's my global I'm warming. It Friday, I got some folks coming mm, over. I've got a class Friday night, or else I'd be uh, there. You be there. That's right. Yeah, uh, we're also going to be talking about in the next hour a, a trans influencer i don't even know what that means when did that become a job i don't yeah um this is a story out of florida i believe if i'm not mistaken who was arrested and charged with felony battery miami in miami okay and uh apparently was uh, spent time with in the men's prison and uh, that's supposed to be controversial we'll talk Mm. about that in the next hour in the meantime bill trafaro is coming up out of our Roanoke News Desk. He's going to have stories from the South Side, Roanoke, Lynchburg, getting you updated on all the things you need to know this morning. And then we'll have, of course, your update from CBS News coming up as well. Thanks so much for listening to the Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose, Marco Galbraith in today, and you're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville.